You're listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Praise the Lord, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to When Christian Speed Talk Radio Broadcast Network. Our special broadcast today, of course, is Matters of the Heart Singles Ministry. Our today's guest is Pastor Eric and Pastor Tamika Thompson. Amen. They do the broadcast called Marriage Takeover, the body of one. We're excited about having them with us today. We know that you're going to be blessed. Amen. Say, stay, stay tuned. Amen. God bless you. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I, I know that I forgot to hit record. <laughs> Yeah. That's okay. That's okay. I don't know if I can do all that over again. No, 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 no. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. okay. So now we're on the record, but yes, you can check out Marriage Takeover at marriagetakeover.com. All these social media, Marriage Takeover, and grab the book, um, Know Your Role in Your Marriage. Grab the book bundle. And if you would like to have one of these shirts, boom, it's also in there at marriagetakeover.com forward slash products. Thank you. (laughs) <laughs> so, uh, what's up, Maggie? You got to help me out here now, okay? Because I, I ain't comfortable doing all this stuff. But anyway, this is the, this is not my comfort zone. Okay. Can y'all hear me? Can y'all yeah. hear me? Yeah, we can yes, hear you. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. What do you need help with now? Nah, I already recorded what I should have recorded in the beginning. You know. I, well, you know, I'm trying to catch up because remember, I was late, so I wasn't okay. even thinking. Okay, okay. All right. <laughs> well, we want to thank, I see that Sister, uh, Sister Hope has joined us already, so um, thank thank you, Sister Hope, for joining us. And um, I guess one of my first questions that we can go around and see if anyone has any other questions, anything like that, uh, concerning being single, because You've been, you guys been both being pastors. How do you counsel your single people that are single that that's part of your ministry or that you come in contact with as far as dating, that kind of thing? How do you counsel them? That's such a good question. Wow. <laughs> Lighten the question load, man. Jeez. <laughs> understand self right we have um it's about half and half half married half single in our ministry and so we try to make sure that we identify to them number one and make sure you're working on yourself because we find that so oftentimes we get into a relationship or we get married because we're so eager to get married i know i'm falling off the stool no you're not we're so eager (laughs) to get um We're so eager to get married that we don't realize the baggage that we bring into the marriage. Right. We don't mm-hmm. realize the ish and all the other stuff that you bring into the marriage because now that you're in the marriage, like the dating and the, the engagement, all that stuff is married. But the moment that you get married, something shifts spiritually. There's a weight. There's a weight for the husband, then spiritually it there's shifts. Yep. And so if you don't understand what that shift is, you get into the marriage and you know, like you're one through three, you're like, whoa, I didn't sign up for this. 
Well, it's because you didn't identify some of your roots and some of your triggers and some of the stuff that you're bringing to the table. So one of the things we like to do is we like to make sure that our singles understand, know who you are, know who you are in God, know what it is you desire, number one, before you get into a relationship. And also, and also with that is also knowing what are your triggers? Mm-hmm. Sit back, understand why do I respond the way that I respond? Right. Why mm-hmm. do I react the way that I react? Because you'll come to understand that it's either going to be something that's a part of your belief system or what somebody taught to you or something that you picked up along the way that you learned, or you'll find out that could be your source of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Defense mechanism right. to, to prevent you from being hurt again, prevent you from, you know, whatever the case may be, because when you step into what, when you step into marriage or fall into that place of marriage, it's understanding is now it's, it's like a, how you say it, it's two forces coming together. You know, that movie called the perfect storm when all those storms came together and it was like, Oh, just wreak havoc. Well, when you look at it, that's marriage. And so that's what the enemy really trying to do is keep that separation right because but he uses the, the seeds that has already been planted and that's from the bs that's the belief system you know and that's from the negative triggers because not all triggers are negative but it's right. from the negative triggers that take place because if you look at it say your co-worker do one thing you respond to them that way but then now you your boo can do the same thing and your and your response to it is totally different right to where it's a little bit more grander and so it's being able to understand okay hey this is why i this is why i act this is how i respond the way i respond this is how i react the way i I react because of this right and when you get to that it's i being able to identify because even though you may pull up that root understand there are still roots in there from it so you still have to know how to deal with it when it show up you may pull up the tree you may cut the stump down but there's, there's still roots of it. So you just got to make sure that that root system don't grow anymore. Right. And so it's getting our, it's having our, our singles to understand that so that when you actually come into it, you're actually, you're literally whole. Right. To at least where you understand, one, who you are. Right. And what you, and what you care. Now, because now you ain't got to worry about yourself. Now you got, okay, Lord, what they got. Now I can really intercede. And then understand what's of God and what's a distraction. Yeah, man. Right. Because sometimes we go into something because, oh, he fine. Oh, she fine. And you think this is what it's supposed to be. But is that the distraction or is that really what God is bringing to you so that you can move forward? What where you all are going to work in ministry? And this is what he has for you. His divine will for you. Understand that. And then when you start dating, OK, make sure that you have your boundaries set up. understand what it is you're looking for so you don't attract the same garbage that you've been attracting and then you can't move forward and you you won't end up in the same oh yes ma'am go ahead go ahead yes yes yes. no because he said something that was pivotal and then you just said something and i just want before we get past i wanted to interject real quick because he said something about the trunk and the tree and it's funny because i was saying this week because you know like you said knowing ourselves and i'm a certified counselor so i know you know the uh, ramification of all of that but it's like a lot of times in the church world we say cut it cut it from the um the um we cut it but we we cut it from the root but we don't pull it up from the root Mm. that's why there's so much residue and we find ourselves repeating cycles because it hasn't been plucked from the root it's been chopped off but the roots are still going to grow something back up again 
So if we take the time and pluck it from the root, uproot it, there's no reason for you know, then you then there's a deliverance there and there's no residue of that ever like regrowing again, right? right. Especially when you've been with you know dealt with childhood trauma and different things of that sort. You know, there's some things that you know, trust issues, um, not mm-hmm. knowing ourselves, self-esteem issues, all kinds of things that we go into. So as being single, it's like, how do we date properly? Because remember, you know, we all learn how to date or be in relationships from a worldly perspective. Because things like this was not taught in the church. Right. You know, so how right. do we date? Yeah. Go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I thought you was about to say something. I was like, how do we date as being single? How do we get to that place? Because between distraction, between our history of what we were taught, the things that we've learned, and which was not good foundational stuff because even being Christians, you know, if you were raised in the church, you still, you would, you were taught how to date from a worldly perspective, you know? So how do right. we date properly as a Christian, as Christian in this mm. modern time? Ooh, child. That's you a great me, question. You want me to throw something out there? I'm going to throw it out. Yeah, throw, throw it out. out. <laughs> so this is, this has always, this has always been my standpoint. It's a lot of times when we, when we look at ourselves, we look at more of what we want. Now, I'm just, if you don't mind, I'm just going to deal with the church. Yeah. We look at, at more of what, what we want versus what God wants for us. Mm-hmm. So if, if you're saying um, that my desire, because listen, if I have, if my desire is to love God more, then my desire is to want what he wants. Mm-hmm. So it's specified. She throwing back that game ready. Go ahead now. <laughs> it's specified. I'm just best with you. But it's specified because and it, it gets our point to where we begin to understand our rules, even when it comes down to the word of God. Me, I'm 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 gonna always say, you know, it's the word. I always go back to what the word says. And he tells us in Proverbs 18:22, it says, He that finds a wife. Right finds a good thing and obtains favor so for one i look when i look at well i can't say i but this is how the lord showed me so it's if the woman turns into the hunter then now she's out of position right right because if she's hunting after the man and not god she just put man in front of god (laughs) when that's all out of order so how can you hunt when you're not supposed to be the hunter? You're actually, ooh, Shabbat, you are actually the prey. Woo, glory. My God. Welcome to Mary Seiko. <laughs> love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> if you don't know. My God. I, if I, ooh, I feel if like, you don't know. So, <laughs> love it. And so because the thing is, is that the woman has to understand that you are favor walking around. Come on here. And he that finds you finds favor with God. Mm-hmm. So we have to walk in who we are and who mm-hmm. am I? God, I know I'm favor because you have prepared my heart to be a wife. Yeah. So now that's why that's why I'm a lay in. And so what you have for me, bring it across my face so that I can understand. Because it could be just you going up and saying, hey, brother, how you doing? Hey, you know, how you, hey, handsome guy, you know, no, but it's, hey, you know, whatever the case may be. 
Because mm -hmm. now, because if you are just, if you are seeking God, because see, this is the key thing. If you are, before, I'm going to paraphrase it, because if you're before him, what he say, he will give you the desires of right. your heart. Mm -hmm. So once the use, right, of God connecting you up with somebody that's going to hinder what God has for you. Mm -hmm. No, because the marriage is to propel it. So mm -hmm. what even, and it's different for a man. Because when a man begins to hunt, and I had, <laughs> what's the matter, man? Nothing. I had a thought. I don't want to forget it. Okay. So I got to write it down. <laughs> so when a man prepares to hunt for favor, it's totally different because the, the authority that God has given a man can pull a woman out of whatever that she may be in. I, I want you to pin that right there for me. <laughs> love it. I love it. But listen, ah! now, I'm about to throw a monkey wrench in this. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Because here's so, the problem. Uh-huh. <laughs> here's the problem. What you said was very key. When a man is in his position and he is the hunter, you... <laughs> How can I say this? Say it. You know me. Just keep straight. We keep no, no, no. I know. I'm, look, I'm, I'm me. This is me. I'm real. I'm, real. I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm like, I'm a straight shooter. I'm real about it, too. But I'm just trying to figure out how can I word this? Because the problem today in the body of Christ, and I like to keep it real, is that the men are no longer hunters. <laughs> they don't, they have the... <laughs> say, it, say it loud. <laughs> so, let me, let me, so now I'm going to share with you. That? <laughs> I'm going to share with you our struggle. So, I have a son, 22 years old. And so mothers are nurturers. That's what, when you go back and look at it, that's how God created. That's the makeup. You're nurturing. We have allowed the, how can you say it? We have allowed our hearts to soften the male. Mm. And so why do I need to go out when you're bringing it in? Trust me. Yeah, I'm going to tell you about myself real quick so we can talk and break it clear. So <laughs> when the Lord told me to leave my job and ministry full time, I'm like, hold on, wait a minute, Jesus. Time out. Time out. I'm, listen, you say it in your word. And yeah, if I don't work, I don't eat. Meaning what? I'm a hunter by nature. Okay. I want to tell you, I hunt all day. But now I got my prayer. I don't have to hunt for certain things now. But I go get it. A lot of our men these days have become weak. That's why a lot. Ooh, come on here, Jesus. I can't. I don't, I don't want to get myself. I don't want to put myself and, and all mindset. Are they weak when they aren't positioned properly and aligned with their relationship with God? Because mm -hmm. it's got to flow from the head down. And if they aren't positioned properly, then they can't. They can't do. They can't produce. Right. They can't yeah. go to and look for the prey. They because they aren't aligned. So and, and 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 this is one thing, and I, I look at, at the even even in the church, even if we're mentoring a young, uh, even if we're mentoring a grown man, mm -hmm. what do the leader always call them? Sons, a boy. Mm -hmm. No, you're a man. Mm -hmm. I refer to my own son. No, 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 son. You are a man today. You mm -hmm. are a son because you're from my lawns, but you're a man. And so, mm -hmm. even though my wife be wanting to soften the blow for him, no, sir, you're a man. You know how to, I got to teach you how to hunt. 
If I teach, if I can teach you how to fish, you can always have, you can always find something to eat. But when you look at it these days, uh-uh, because now I don't want all this drama. I don't, because you got a lot of men, they cannot handle a strong female. Mm-hmm. And that, my wife was very strong. There are times we're like two rams, but, <laughs> but that's why we had to understand what our roles are. Right. Because it's, it's like, okay, God, what have you have, what have, what have you placed for me? Because the man that I'm looking for, he's not really, it's, I'm, I don't see no men that's taking charge. Right. You'd be amazed on how many men you got to ask how many men has to learn how to take charge. Yeah. So you look yeah. at it, the majority, we're, now let's go into the culture real quick. The mm-hmm. majority in, the, in our culture, I'll say in the black community, the majority grew up without a father. father yeah. So therefore, if I only had one that knew how to nurture, who actually taught me how to hunt? Mm-hmm. That's true. But I think too, it's also a trick of the enemy, right? Because if you think about it, the enemy, the enemy wants to, he wants uh, the people of God not to be able to produce, right? Mm-hmm. So if you think about way back from the beginning of time where, you know, God had to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah because they had the angels, they were doing all kind of foolishness and they, the people weren't able to produce. And then when you go to um, the Noah's Ark and when they, they were back in that same time frame, like God had to destroy it again, send the flood because they were doing production all kinds of stuff and the production was off. And so I think mm-hmm. the trick of the enemy is so to position women so that they believe that they are the authority to where the men don't rise up to the potential where they believe that they are. And when that happens, there is discord, there is chaos, there's all kind of stuff that's taking place in the body of Christ. And when that- now we say- well, now the men are in position, and what are we supposed to do? Because when that happened, we actually castrate the man. Right. That's right. That's right. Which they did. That's a whole nother. Right. <laughs> that's a whole nother thing. And, it's, and that's a trick of the enemy. It's so right. how do we fix that? Is we got to make sure that we are reminding these men and these men of God of who they are, who, how God designed them, who they are, and their alignment with God. So you know the funny thing is. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, I don't, oh Lord, you have to reveal that to us because I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that. Please, Jesus, please send that that way. But <laughs> for even some of you can just encourage a man, that right there, it don't matter. It, yeah, it doesn't matter. If they're, if they're single and God laid that man on your heart to be a, to encourage them. Right. Encourage them. Yeah. Hey, man, you're so handsome. Why you keep it moving? But see, that's the and that's the thing. But see, I'm a divorcee. I, I don't um I'm not sure who else. There's a couple of us that are divorcees, right? right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so and, and that's true. You, you know, you have because of the way, you know, the single family household, mothers raising sons, you know, things of that nature. You know, men do need to be validated as well. They need yeah. to be affirmed in, in their position of who they are. You know, and and I'm I'm, I'm never been a male basher. Um, I do have a strong dominant personality, but I know how to also dumb it down. You know, I know my position. So my thing is this: is that it's been a struggle in the church. Mm. You know, um, yeah. I'm sorry. No, okay. I want just I just want to I'm I'm very I'm very strict on words. Yeah. But no, it's not dumbing down. It's you know how it fits. 
Yes. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Okay. I take that. I know okay. how it fits. Please. Okay. Please continue. But I just find that it's a challenge in um in ministry, you know, because I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm a, I have a you know I'm positioned in ministry, and I just think it's a challenge, you know, as being like how can I say it's so far and few. The role has been reversed in so many ways in church that you know, it's more women than men, you know, it's, you know, the balance is just off, you know, um, and then the men, the Go men ahead. are there. <laughs> Dang straight. Stop it. You know. <laughs> Let me say it. Just say it. They don't look for the same thing. You know, it's like, oh my God. And then you got the down because you know we had the download thing. Now they out the closet. They just full blown with it. So it's like, oh my god! So right. you really got you know being single is just been, in this day and time because it's been really challenging when it comes to relationship and dating because you gotta first make sure you have your discernment on. You gotta wean out the distractions. It's it's just so much that comes with it. That you know, and sometimes you just get to the place, and I think I just said this to Ray the other day. I don't even know if I want to date anymore. I'm like just ready to shut down. <laughs> Me and Jesus, <laughs> hallelujah. <laughs> but, but I believe that's where the blessing is, right? So when we think, and and a lot of times, and and so my heart goes out to the singles. So we've been married 24 years. And I don't even know where it would feel like to start there. So let me first just, just celebrate you all for being able to sustain yourself and to be able to be in a position where you are. Because I can't even imagine how hard it is. And I think- Yeah, one of the, yeah, yeah I can't even imagine how hard it is. Um, and so one of the things that we do tell our son, like, like I said, our son, because our, the challenge with our son is he sees what we have. He's seen what we've gone through and he desires that so bad and he's just like mom all these girls they just want to they just want to hoe around they just want this they just want that and he's gotten to the point in his life where he's experienced some things he's been through some stuff and he's just like I don't want that anymore I want a wife and it's so hard for him to find a wife and so my advice to him because I believe that it's true even in the marriage is when you seek after God and you continue to move forward when you continue to seek like your your purpose right now is to seek after God period and as you're doing that, God is going to be like, knock, 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 knock. Here's your Boaz. Here's, here's your wife. Here's your Boaz. And when you do that, you're going to be like, yeah, no, uh-uh. No, I'm good. I'm good. And it's going to be almost as if, like I told my son, your job right now is to pursue God like nothing else. And when he comes knocking to show you your wife, you don't be like, yeah, no, I don't have time for that right now, God. I'm moving in ministry. I'm this, I'm that. And then he's going to have to knock you upside your head and be like, this the one. <laughs> like, stop. Like, you've been asking for this. This is the one. Because when you're doing that, he's been able to purge you. Mm -hmm. He's been able to clean you. He's been able to uproot that stuff. He's been able to, to wash you and position you position. to be in that particular role. Right. Because otherwise, you're probably, otherwise, what I told my son, Otherwise, you're looking for somebody who's looking for, to fill a void for you. Right. And your husband and your wife, they are not designed to fill your void. They are not void fillers. They're Amen. not void fillers. Amen. Okay. Uh, uh, Robert or Felicia or Hope, you guys have any questions? Anything you want to add? 
Um, well, I've never been married yet. And I'm 61. All of my sons are big and growing. I'm a grandmother. My youngest son is going to be 41. So um, right now, I'm at the place where I'm just developing my relationship again with the Lord. After everything I went through with the church and personal problems. And now it's, it's, it's growth. And it's developing that relationship. And just like you said, how you love God is how he teaches you how to be with your husband, yeah. you know? So I'm just to the point now where I'm beginning to fall in love with God again. And it took so much that I, that I went through and something's happened in your life that you bury so deep, you don't remember. And oh, yeah. the Lord brought that back up. And so I had to deal with this. And I had to forgive. Then on top of that, I had surgery. <laughs> mm. I had both of my knees done um, last mm. year, June 1st. So that was a process all in itself. Right. Wow. It brought me to the point where I'm so grateful now. I've been on my job for 18 years at the hospital. And I can honestly say this is the first year in 18 years that I really look forward to going to work. Oh, wow. Oh. Even Monday, you know how people say Monday blues on Mondays. I'm good. I'm That's happy right. going to work. You know, right. I mean, everything has changed since the operation. It just brought so much together. So at this point, I desire my husband, but I'm not in a rush. You know, I'm not looking to have any children. You know, so we're gonna be spending. Can I say the last quarter of our lives together? Yes. <laughs> We don't have to rush. And really, I just, I want that that one-on-one -on -one that once upon a time I had with the Lord, where I don't have to say, okay, hope you have to pray, even if you don't want to. I want to look forward to that. I used to devour my Bible. Now I have to make myself read it. And I don't want that. I want to want that. I want to desire him the same way I would desire my husband. Yes. I am right now. Yes, and let me celebrate you for your new relationship. Yeah. We spoke about yeah. triggers. We spoke about that. Was it last month? We spoke about triggers or the month yes, before? Right. Mm -hmm. That's right. We, we all spoke about knowing your triggers, you know? Yeah. And, and so many things are so deeply rooted that have to be uprooted and just destroyed. Yeah. You know, and I know one of mine was rejection from childhood. You know, and it, it branches out to a whole lot of different places. Yes, it does. So yes. where I am now in my process of waiting for my Boaz. I want to make sure I, I'm that, I want to make sure I'm Ruth and not Rut now. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Right. Amen. And right. let me celebrate you hope on your renewed relationship with God. Like yes. that's phenomenal. That's yeah. it. I Amen. love it. And, and I, I love what you said that you're not in a rush. Because one thing about hunting, you can't be in a rush. Now, there's a times when we go out and hunt, you know, the, the, the deer just happen to fall in the right place at the right time. But then there's times we're going to be out there all day, all night. It's not a rush. And just like you said, it's not a rush. And you have the main thing, like you said, that renewed relationship. Right. Because when you have that renewed relationship, 
when God send you Boaz, you will be able to decipher whether if it's a whole ass or cheap ass or, you know what I'm saying? You'll be able to decipher <laughs> what's coming. And you'll be like, oh no, that's Boaz right there. You know, not, <laughs> so it's been, and it's, and it's being able to understand that because you, when you sit and look at it, whatever Boaz bring to the house, you produce it. Period. He bring one, puts it in your hand, it's going to be multiplied. Right. But mm -hmm. if all I know is subtraction and division, mm -hmm. <laughs> that's all it's going to take place. Even if Boaz may have an attitude coming home, because you have dealt with your triggers and you understand and you still keep God as your forefront, you can stand in your truth and still make a bad situation great. And the beauty of it is also you have the Holy Spirit with you in your relationship who teaches you all, all things. things. So even if they're coming home and they have a bad day, can God can always, and he can have you interceding on his behalf before he gets home. And that's the beauty of making sure that you keep Christ as the center, center. core and the thread of your marriage and your relationship. And don't even allow the trickery of the enemy to cause you to rush. Because there are times we can, we you know how the enemy get us, like, take that thought. We just walk by, look in the mirror, like, you know what? Am I really, am I set for it? No, you are set. You're still, if you know that you have been, and God has been showing you things, and you say, okay, God, let me know. Is there one? Am I real for someone? A am I real? Am I ready for, am I in position to receive? I know we seem like we just talked with the women, but. I know there's some men here. Well, but. even for the men, because we always say you heal the little girl, the wife shows up. You heal the little boy, the husband shows up. The right. man shows up because it's true. So right. regardless of what you're going through, like God has a way of purging you and delivering you. Ooh. I'm telling y'all, when I say God did a miracle on this girl right here, Lord. this girl right here was a mess. And so I can speak from Make being shout married. All over <laughs> I can speak from being married and carrying your baggage. I can be speak from having the sexual trauma where we were dating it had no never showed up the moment we got married i'm telling you something shifted spiritually because the enemy was looking to bring division and i had to deal with all my ish all my uprooting all my bs all my all my stuff while i was married and so if you can deal with that and god can purge you while you're not married why he can position you now then that's a beautiful thing because you don't have to go through all those different trials and different things inside of your Marriage. Right. So then you can actually build properly. Right. Because that's all marriage is about. It's about building. Yeah. Because now if I'm this and marriage is the one thing that you have to literally rely on someone else. But if I don't know how to trust, I can't fully rely. Mm -hmm. And so if I if I'm if I'm if I have my own issues, my own setbacks, like, yeah, she was a mess, but I was a hot mess. So you got a mess and a hot mess. How you gonna be? Every time you put a brick up, you gonna be taking it back down. And listen, and we were in the church, leaders in the church. So I don't want us to think that you know the leaders are perfect and put on this pedestal. And I think where.
the church has Listen. done a great disservice to the body of Christ is we mm -hmm. aren't talking about marriages. We aren't talking about the stuff you deal with. We aren't talking about relationships. We aren't talking <laughs> about a, that that's stuff. That's the other church that we are Raymond Worship Center. I mean, so. we are, we are, but yeah, but other churches, they aren't talking about that and they aren't dealing with that. So and when you see. go through something, you think, oh my God, my marriage is a failure. And oh, I'm not living right. And oh, I'm not saved. That's not true. But look, look at it. We just did a challenge. Um, two weeks ago now? No, a last week. Ago. A week ago, last, last week. week. And we had a VIP segment. You want to know who all was in the VIP? Every last one of us. Well, there was Phenomenal an apostle. leaders. There was an apostle. There was a prophet in there. <laughs> there was a uh, there was a preacher. There was a pastor, a teacher, and an evangelist in there. Phenomenal leaders where I think, again, the body of Christ isn't serving the people well. But this and is maybe it's because they don't know how. But it's it's missed in the body of Christ because that is the one thing that if your marriage check this out are you ready I know you said that you're a leader um ooh, who's this in front of is that Miss Hope Ms. no that's not Miss Hope that's not who in front of me right now is it Rochelle is that it no. my my homegirl with the red hair that's what I, I see <laughs> Maggie <laughs> my homegirl with the red hair I feel like that. Maggie um, so. Man. <laughs> it's just like even in even in the very position that you're in, the same thing I told my son is you cannot be linked up with just anybody. Right. Yeah, I know that. So a lot of times we don't even consider our anointing in this matter. Mm -hmm. Because it's just like with, with wifey. It was like, listen, can you actually handle it with me being gone? Right. Can you actually, you see what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. what? It, or, even, or is that going to bring up an insecurity? You think I'm with somebody. Kaboom. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, think mm -hmm. about all those things and how God is positioning you where you are. Are you prepared? Or is that that person that you're dating right now? So if you're in a relationship and you're dating somebody, are they prepared for what God has for you right now? And then, check this out. Now, I'll share this with y'all. She don't like for me to share but God took me through a season to where I had to learn how to play the background while she shined. Yeah, you're oh, talking no, to you don't, don't do that. Don't. <laughs> she don't like when I tell her. But let's just say, she, let's just say, uh, Reverend Ray, you know, uh, uh, excuse me, oh Ray, God. you know, she has sung with the best of them. That's yeah, all I'm going to yeah. say. I'm going to yeah. leave it there. But, <laughs> but from that, I played the background because there was no insecurities going on. It was, hey, you go ahead and shine because this is the place where you're at. This is the best. But guess what, though? If you have not dealt with your triggers, how can you be the best in what God has called you to do if you got to always come home and deal with warfare? Right. That's so true. Yeah. I want to uh, take a quick break. Robert, you got anything to questions you need to ask? Anything like that? Yes, I did have a question before we started, but Everything that has been said so far, I was like, I'm like, no further questions, Your Honor. I do want to make one point before I ask my question. Um, I've, it's been my experience that um, we as hunters, we as gatherers, we can be so focused on hunting for or trying to gather the woman or find, find the wife that we haven't taken the time to hunt or gather men who can pour into us. Yeah. And so we'll go around thinking that we got it all together and we don't until we get in a relationship and either we trigger them or they trigger us or we trigger each other. 
and then right, you go yeah. on separate page. But right, anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. you, you you ready for this, brother? I'm gonna yeah. tell you that the more you begin to pour into God, God is gonna pour into you. He's mm -hmm. gonna bring, forgive me for pointing. Amen, amen, amen. He is gonna surround you <laughs> with the men that you need. Remember, it's all about your destiny. It's all about your purpose. When I poured into God, you wanna know who came walking across my path? The same dude sitting over there in the chair with his headphones. <laughs> sitting over there orchestrating everything. He came walking by and he, he may not know to this day that he ain't stay long, but he, he didn't have a long conversation, but what he had was powerful wisdom. Right. And so That's the thing right. is, we always looking for certain things. No, we got to look at how God is going to bring it. Mm -hmm. I hate to say it. No, yes, I'm yes, yes. I want y'all to know real quick, I'm not so heavily minded where I'm no earthly good. I right. let people know I cut you quick. So, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's for us to understand if we keep looking elsewhere to provide then what is the point of God being in your life? Yes, yes, yes. yes. So, yes the, the, point I was, the point I was making goes back to something that Maggie said earlier, that um, if there's 80% of the church population are women, it's because the other 20% men, there's not enough men in the church because they, they don't want to hear you know, they don't want to, I've heard people say it to me. I've heard people say it to others, like, nah, I don't need no other man telling me what to do. Mm. And then they struggle, and then they don't, and then they, they wonder why they're struggling. It's because they're not willing to be poured into. They're not willing to be held accountable. They're not willing to be trained and taught how to be a man because they think they know it all. And that's yeah. part of the dilemma. Uh, but I, the question I had concerning roles, would you say that, roles in marriage have changed or transitioned now than what they were 20 years ago or 10 years ago? Or should people, or should some people still think, no, the man makes the money, the woman stays home, or the man manages the woman? What is, what is your, your take on roles? Have they changed and do we have to adapt or is this, this so it's the same that's way it does that's in the Bible? No, that's a good uh, question. And now I'm being so straight with you. The roles haven't changed. It's how it's been taught has been yeah. wrong. Yeah, how it's been taught has changed. And no, and no. And so hold on, hold on, real quick. So when you deal with it from the so yeah. when you sit now, when you, you go back and look at Genesis, right? Right. Let's right, look right, at Genesis right. 1, 27. So when you look at Genesis 1, 27, he said that he made, I'm just paraphrasing him, but 27, 28, he said he made both male and female. Eve was not created at that time. Mm -hmm. But after, after Adam named everything, then he created one man. So from it, and what was what were they to do? He created a help meet. Right. Everybody always talking about a help mate. No, because mate puts one higher than the other, but a help meet. And when you look at the Hebrew word for for Help meet is azar, E Z A R, E Z E R, which right. which I'll shoot, which means warrior. Yeah. So here we here you have a help meet that in the how can I say, in the way that we has trained to help mate. 
that was the number one fault right there. And that's how it's literally being taught. But no, when you understand that you have a help meet, meaning they are to help you with whatever you're doing, or you are to help one another. And so when you begin to look at that, hmm, so does that mean, does that mean I'm the only one that has to work? No, because what did you see when you look at Kings, when you look at first Kings, ah, you know, when, um, ooh, when, uh, ooh, Lord Jesus, why you escaped me here? But when we look at first Kings, when Elijah, when he left from dealing with AI, he told, God told him, he says, go to, I've got name of the city. He said, I have prepared a woman there. But what was the woman doing? Picking up sticks. When you slide over to Proverbs 31, 31 woman, what was it saying? Or how she worked with her hand. So does that yes, mean sir. the man got to win the break she and had all that? Businesses. She right. just, yeah. And it was her that made her husband known in the city. Right. So right. what are you saying? Is that that is the definition of help meet, and not I, mate, because we are together. But how the church taught us is what? The world. Uh, that the that the man is supposed to be, but no, because when you look at it, the scripture even comes back and tells us. This is the order of God right. ahead of every woman is man. That means what? She's my helpmate, but help me. Help, yeah, thank you, baby. See, see I'm talking about she on it. <laughs> but she's my she's my help me, but the weight falls on the male. Want me to prove it? It's in. Oh my God, I just missed it. Oh, I had it right there. What's my man with all the with all the sons? And he he took his sons before God. And he took on the weight. Job. He took on the sins of his family and asked God, I tried that one time. I ain't do it again. That weight was heavy. I said, oh, Jesus, no, this ain't for me. But, but, but ahead of every woman is man. And ahead of every man is God. It's Christ. And ahead of Christ is God. So that That's is the, the order of God. And but we take that because what we look at, when we look at it, was that um, Ephesians 5 and 20, or is it 6 and 20? 5. 5 and 20, we missed that scripture in the teaching on marriage, where it says, submit ye one, one to another. another. That's right. But what we jump to, we just jump to, uh, wives, wow, submit yourselves <laughs> to your husband. Well, no, it says, submit yourself to your own husband. That's and right. And I think, again, the world, and the, and the I don't even want to say the church, but I think the world has twisted it in a way to where the church has adapted to it that mm -hmm. the man has to go and work and the wife is home tending to the things and then so the roles in that perspective if you want to look at that has changed but the roles the way god designed it has never changed it hasn't changed it's just how we do and and then you have to understand even in your marriage and that's what we write about in the book who does what well we submit to one eric right. is a better cook right. than i am y'all want me cooking we gonna have leftovers for days. <laughs> that, and that's yeah, that's what I was getting to. That's the point that I was trying to get to. What you know, and maybe I should have phrased it differently. Uh, but that's the point I was trying to make because you know, if if the male, if the, if the husband is the better cook and the wife is the better financial manager, then that should be established and that should yes. be okay, no matter how somebody else is married. Yes. And it goes back to what you were saying before when you said that um, we have to know who we are, we have to know what we desire, we have to know what we care. Yes, yes. Because so, that's a beautiful thing, and that's what we teach marriages. So when you, so because we would like to see what are the Joneses doing, we want to keep up with the Joneses. Well, we don't know behind closed doors 
what, what the Jones is going through. And so mm-hmm. if I can't cook and you still talking about, well, you the wife and you should be able to cook. Okay, so we're going to all be sick or we're going to all be skinny. We're going to be malnourished. <laughs> like something is going to go on. So you got to figure out what works for your marriage, right. what works for your household. And we do things way different way than different. what other couples and what other marriages from, do because that's what works for us. From what's been taught. Everybody has its own dynamic. And we call it your and we call that your BS. We right. call that your belief system. So everybody, based on how you were brought up, how you were raised, what you see on TV, what you've been around, you have your own belief system about what role does what, who does this, and why they do it. Mm-hmm. And so now you get the beauty, the beauty of being married is you get to create your own blueprint. What is gonna work for this marriage? What That's is gonna it. work for this household? And how do we produce that and give that to God? Listen, it goes all the way down to laundry. Right. <laughs> She don't, I don't like to fold them, but she don't like to wash. So I wash, she fold. That's what we got, to, that's what we had to meet at. Right. You know what I mean? Because she'll tell you, uh-uh, listen, I will leave the clothes stacked on the bed, all the clothes. Like, yo. And when it's time to go to bed, both of y'all mad and fussing at each other because somebody got to now fold them or they're going to be on the floor before you go to bed. So that, then you got to wash them again. Like, uh-uh, nope. But, but, and that's understanding, and that's understanding your dynamics. But guess what, though? If you don't deal with your own BS and your own triggers, you're going to now bring in a mess to more mess. Right. Because check it. Let's just say, for instance, you're, you're, you're on your knees praying and God said, you know what? You are in position right now. I'm going to send that thing by and you go speak. Hey, how you doing? Yes, brother. So and so bless you. Yes. Hallelujah. Let's go for coffee. You go for coffee. Now you getting now you getting coffee and the Lord is showing you, all right, I'm preparing something for you. Because why? Because why you have dealt with yourself. Right. Remember, it took God that needed to reveal the deep things. Right. And so now you prepare. Hey, I know you asking your question, Lord, is this for me? <laughs> why are you taking your sip and having a good conversation? Right. Then that next thing you know, two weeks later, you all going to dinner and you know, and it's moving so far. And everything that God has set up for you, you already know that you're having a peace with. A peace with your spirit, not with yeah. your flesh. Right. That's where you're going to have to discern the two. Right. Right. You can't let your flesh jump in. <laughs> nah, keep that sucker under subjection. Mm-hmm. Because as you continue to move forward, then you begin to see, oh, through your conversation, you'll be able to find out what their strengths are. You'll be able to find out what they're still struggling with that you've been free from. Right. You see what I'm saying? But now, now you've been there for some months, and now, okay, you know what? Let me let me just see if I can. Let me see, for the ladies. Let me see if I can trust these brothers. For the brothers, let me see if I can if I can trust this lady. You know what I mean? So now, let me just show let me show her or him just a little bit of of that close part. Right. Now we're gonna see how you gonna how are you gonna protect it? How are you gonna handle it? Because then it's like, okay, all right, you got me, got you, okay. But then uh, at the same time, you are allowing God to show you so that you are able to discern what's going on. Mm-hmm. And see, there's a lot of times we close up. Remember, the Lord, he told you, I will make a way of escape for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So allow him to make that way of escape. They'll be like, oh, no, I don't like where he smacked. So I'm, I'm going to go. <laughs> Come on, really? He's smacking? Sorry about that. <laughs> Mine would love you a long time ago. So, but but you, you you understand what I'm saying? Because then you will know. Because then when you get into the into what God has destined for your life, 
It'll match up. Even mm -hmm. to the point, you ready for this? It's going to shock you. There have been leaders that has divorced because they didn't know how their spiritual gifts work together. Right. That's so key. That's so key. Yeah. And so right. while you, it's going, mm -hmm. that's what I said. It's more than just what meets the eye. You got to remember. Yeah. He said that he made them and then this, this is why he is in the center of three strand cord cannot be broken. That's right. I can't, I, I'm trying to tie my fingers up, <laughs> but it can't be broken. So right. that includes all of her and all of me. Mm -hmm. So even, even in that time while you're, while you're dating, it's looking, okay, God, how, how all of them match up with all of me. And he'll show you. Right. Mm -hmm. Why, why? Because guess what? You ready for this? You ready yeah. for this? Yeah. We're supposed to go on a break too, baby. Oh, we're supposed to go on a break. Okay. <laughs> I'm going after this one. Let me drop it. So remember, right? So when he laid, when he laid Adam down and he performed the first bone transplant, mm -hmm. but he didn't take the bone and put it into something else. Mm -hmm. He took the bone and created a whole nother being. Yes. But this is the thing. When you link up, everything has to match. Yeah, a bone marrow and bone a bone transplant. Guess what? Blood got a match. Mm -hmm. Um, all these other stuff. Because then, guess what? Once it's inserted, it your body still has to take it on. It builds new cells. Or yeah. it'll reject it. Yeah. So yeah. you have to look at it when you link up with with Ooh. who God has blessed you with or brought something by. You'll know because everything will begin to work. Oh, shot. Come on yeah. here now. Because everything will begin to work together. Mm -hmm. But we be in such a rush and we try to yeah. make things fit. I That's not what God wanted you to do. But yeah. this is the thing about God. God, I know I messed up. So you show me what do I need to do in this season? Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. he's still that type of God. Yeah. But don't go through something when you don't have to. And we call oh, it because right. we were trying to help God out. We cause a delay. Yeah. You be like, God, yeah, you know what? I think it's this one right here. And we cause a delay. And God just be sitting back like, mm, would nope. you just, <laughs> would you just wait? Right? That is not what I have for you. This is why. Just hold on, just a little while longer. Right. I got you. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Oh, amen. I, I, we got just a little bit more time, but I wanted to see if I know Renee is online, and I just want to make sure she told me earlier and stuff. But did you have anything else to add, Renee? Are you okay? I, th I thought I was tired until this this session started. I'm I'm like wow wow, and I I like the uh, question that Robert asked because it, you know, their response to it gave me a whole different perspective on how to look at marriages, and I like when she said that, um, you know, he washes the clothes but she folds them, and. Um, although our traditional way of thinking of marriages and the roles in marriage, but you guys, you, you said that we still have to understand our role in the marriage, but, or perhaps I think a better way of saying it is positions, because from what I just heard, I heard that the position, we have to understand how God has positioned us in the marriage. What yes. my position is as, as the wife, well, I'm not married, and the husband's position is, but the roles in a marriage may not necessarily be what we have been traditionally taught. You know, wow. again, going back to the example that you gave of, 
one washing and the other and the other folding. Whereas the traditional way of thinking, especially if we look back to the 30s, 40s, 50s um, marriages where the woman stayed home and she was the homemaker. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but we've right. been taught that she has to wash the clothes. She has to fold the clothes. She has to wash the dishes. She has to clean the house. She has to um, you know, do the cooking. And if she's not a good cook, then that family suffers because she can't cook. And while the husband, he's the, the chef of the home, but because we've been traditionally taught, no, you sit home and you cook, you cook every right. meal, then the whole family is suffering. And that right. man's chef's ability is just, you know, so I really, I really like what you guys have said. And then also, you know, what Robert said is, listen, I may be good at this area, but if you're better in finances, you Take the lead on the finances, you know, and it, then that also builds in trust. Whereas if you're a single woman and you're so used to carrying the, the, the load and managing your own money, but then if you marry someone who's better at managing money, then will you trust him to manage the money for both of you all? Will you trust him to manage money that you may be bringing in? Will you trust him to, to do everything that he's supposed to do? Because traditionally, we, we're in marriages. And, and I'll never forget, I had a girlfriend back in the day. She was like, Renee, this is, I'm talking about a saved couple. Um, always have some money to put aside and have in your own separate account. Mm. What? That's vision right there. Yeah. What? And, and I'm like, huh? But I didn't say anything because I didn't know anything about marriage, you know? But I'm like, well, so now you're talking about keeping an account a secret from your husband and I don't believe in secrets. And I'm like, well, that can't be right. Especially well, if you're gay, that's not right. So, I mean, I'm, I'm really enjoying the session. Thank you. Yes, okay. God Amen. bless you. Praise that's God. Awesome. Praise God. So I'm glad, I'm glad you ain't listening to that one because that's BS. <laughs> well, <laughs> Only because that was her belief system. That right. was she's she learned that from somebody else, and she's been just carrying that on. Yeah, and that's right. what we often do in our. So marriage. I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I'm Maybe. sorry. I know we gotta go to break. To I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry. I just I, ooh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you taking a break? No, I no I, I, I no I just sent them a check. I don't know how, how much time they have, but I didn't want to oh, rush them no, off. Or something. You good? Okay. All right. Yeah, no, this this what we enjoyed. This. Oh yeah, we had a lot of fun. So, and I'll be right. honest with you, I got an account. She got an account. My account is strictly for the things that I have to save up for what I want to get. Most like same thing for her. But you know what the funny thing is, is that we're both on those we're accounts. Both on it. So it's not a secret account. Right. So it's, for example, like if, so for his bike. So he just got a motorcycle. You saw it? You saw it on the Facebook. He for Father's Day. So mm -hmm. when he wants to do certain things for his motorcycle, he can, you know, set aside certain money that's not coming from the bill, that's not taken away from the house to go and fix up his motorcycle. But it's not that I don't know about the account. It's just we're keeping that money separate from the house. Right. So when you're talking about separate money and separate accounts, then it's division because it's like you're looking for your way of escape. It's your go you're back. You're preparing for your, right. It's your go back. Mm. Yes. But that's what the, that's, that's a worldly perspective again, because that's what women who were hurt and then left the homes and left them stranded and they, yep. they didn't have a backup plan. So now they train and, you know, girl, you better have a backup plan because you don't, yep. you know, 
So yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm gonna ask you a quick. I'm gonna ask y'all a quick question. Since when have Satan did things loud? Everything he do is subtle. Mm -hmm. So yeah. the subtlety came from when the man left the home. Then the subtlety mm -hmm. came. I'm gonna keep the vision in the home because now I want you to teach the. I want you to teach all the ladies or all the women to keep them some funds. Because guess what? The same thing was still taught to men. So it was, you know what? Keep you some bread aside, dog. Just in case they get the trip in, you are, you good. And so mm -hmm. now you, now by us carrying that on, we carry division and didn't even recognize it. Right. Yeah. And then we teach our children the same thing. So the generational cycle. Then it becomes continues. a generational cycle. Yeah. And so now for us, we've broken. I said, listen. Yeah. Because now did we start out like that? Absolutely. No. Well, we did. No, we didn't. We started. Do I need to tell the story? Wait, started out. <laughs> when, when we had separate, when we had the separate account. So we had oh, one yeah, account. No, no, no. We didn't. But then we had the separate accounts. <laughs> so I'm not good with money. So I don't cook and I'm not good with money. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> but she's but she she can have, she can hold her own. Let's say she can pay bills. She got the game right. up. I give her a blueprint. But <laughs> it didn't it didn't start that way for us. And so it was like uh how was it she had money set aside and guess what i didn't know this until like three weeks ago because that was what i was taught i was taught to you always have your little bit of money set aside so if anything happens so that's why i said it's a belief system because that's what we're taught oh, and right. we don't know any better when we get married or even when we get into the body of christ because we're just not talking about it because listen how can you talk about how can you say oh amen the priest the pastor is talking about oneness and you saying amen, but you carrying division. That don't make sense. Yeah. And so when it's like, huh? So it's like, is it going to be either all of me is going to love all of you or it's not? Right. So how can, okay, God, listen, I, I, I want you to be in the midst of this. Okay, he in the midst, but only but so much. Why? Because you're keeping division. So you're taking this three-strand this three uh, strand cord and you're starting to unbraid it when you're keeping division right. in there. Right. Mm-hmm. Totally unraveling. And, and, and all it did, and all the and all the enemy did was create a generational cycle. Yeah. Yes. Amen. And so you got to break it. Now, do I have money set aside? I sure do. Because I need to get a, a new pipe on my motorcycle. She just called me. <laughs> That's what I set aside. <laughs> so. But isn't an account again that we both, we're, I think both of our names are on the account. We both yeah, have access to the account. So it's, it's but, not separate because everything know. is one and yeah. so you have to make sure yeah. because then guess what you're going to deal with trust so i'm saying right. your trust issues is going to come up mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong because she has a savings i have a savings if the billing of allow hey if we put it in our you heard that if we put it in our uh what we call it, in our budget okay listen i know you're trying to get some so we're gonna slide you 100 this month you know i'm trying to get my pipe so i'm gonna need like right. a couple hundred so what, what, what happened though? Y'all heard that, right? <laughs> <laughs> listen, I'm, I'm listening so close. <laughs> but, but you know what that what that just created? It created agreement. Right. And understand yep. it says, even if we can't agree, at least reason. But a lot of times we don't want to do that because when we begin to keep that division in there, right? Mm -hmm. Even if we agree, on it, it's still a disagreement. Ask me why. 
because the belief system, you still have something secret set aside. Okay. So when he says, bring ye what? All into yep. the storehouse. So how can you bring all when you hide in some? So. That, that, watch out now. Let me leave that alone. And the blessing is in the power of the agreement. The that's unity of it. That's right. Yes. So listen, do y'all think, listen, do you think we just woke up one morning it's like, yo, you know what? Let's go. Let's just take us a trip and get away from all this. Well, we couldn't do that beforehand. But because Psalms 133 verse 3, he says, and there I will command the blessing, right? But we like to say that part because it sounds good. No, let's go back to verse one. He says, how sweet and pleasant it is for man to dwell together in unity. It starts there because now your desires, his desires, her desires now can be completed together in one. Because right. like he will command the blessing. Yes, he will. Yeah. When everybody said that you can't do it, God said, hold on, you walking in oneness. Right. <laughs> command, hear me. It was a command. So check this out. Oh, girl, I felt my teacher head fall on. So <laughs> when, when Eve, what did God tell Eve? He told Eve that your desire is going to be to leave your husband, but your husband will have rule over you. Understand this. It was a sign of warning and not a command. Mm. But look at what happens. Women begin to take over, but because our men have not taught how to be a man. Mm. So it's like, how can you do this? So a lot of times when we look at that and say, oh, rule over, no, you're not the Lord. Now, unless you want to fall like Sarah and Abraham, and, and Abram. So I tried my wife. She said, I'm not doing that. We're not in that time. <laughs> so, like, you call me Lord if you want to, honey. There's only you one know? Lord. <laughs> but, and so, and, and, so and, and, and that's where we begin to look at certain things because of the subtlety of the enemy has come mm -hmm. in and devoured us from yeah. that from the inside out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So at some point, when the gate was open, he was let in. Mm -hmm. But I, I man, I, 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 I love what my homegirl said um, with the red hair. Maggie. Maggie, I'm sorry. Maggie. I'm, gonna <laughs> I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. <laughs> so, it's because, and it's being able to know how it fits. Right. So a lot of us, a lot of men, we don't we don't know how to lead because we ain't really been taught how to hunt. <laughs> and, and it's funny because I ain't gonna lie, I didn't have someone to teach me how to hunt. I just went out there, I saw what I liked, killed it, brought it home. It's like, yo, we're gonna make it work either way. But I was in a position enough to where God put me around strong men that's in the church that showed me how to do it. Ain't teammate. One thing that one thing, Pastor Otis McCormick up in um, where is Bishop now? But up in I know we don't do tight, but y'all know North up Alaska. in North Pole, Alaska. I came in to work on the church, and he says, "What are you doing?" And I say, "I'm here to work on the church." He said, "Now nah, you've been here all week. Go home to your wife." This is one thing he said to me. He said, "Your home is your first ministry." 
when he said that, shoot, man, please listen. Guess what Sunday is? Sunday is uh, family. No, Sunday is friends. This family Sunday. We close the doors so that we can keep our home first. Amen. That's a good And so it's understanding that when you find that one, you got to know it fits all decisions because men don't know how some, a lot of men, we can lead on the outside, but we don't know how to lead the home because mm -hmm. every leader don't have the best decision. Mm -hmm. But that's why the power of agreement is so awesome because listen, I ain't gonna lie, a lot of her decisions are a lot better than mine. So I'm like, you know what? So I'm gonna humble myself and I'm gonna go with yours. But don't get it twisted because every now and then I say, okay, you're starting to step outside of your role. And I just warn, I only, it's not like, no, you not, it's not that. It's like, okay, now you're starting to, you're starting to step into a position that God did not prepare you for. Right. Right. So you can't take on the warfare that I can take on. Mm, that's good. That's good. Yeah. That's real good. You see what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. it's like now you're playing with danger when you have a safety net. Right. right. When you here. have a cover. And see, that's right. what a lot of they don't understand, even when it comes to the church. Yeah, she can preach all day. I ain't got no problem. Because her cover, I don't have to be there. Why? Because I'm still covering her. I am her yes. cover. Right. I'm, right. I ain't gonna. I don't get. I ain't gonna dig. I ain't gonna go in there. But it's just. Yes, it's just the scripture. Any questions? You got anything to add, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, go ahead, hold. You said before. Once you get married. Once you got married, there was a shift. Can you explain what was that shift? No, girl. It was a. Um, shift. There was a, it was almost like a warring taking place spiritually, right? So when we first got married, I was not saved. I was a holiday saint, but there was something that took place because when we were dating, we were great. When we were engaged, it was cool. Like we had our little, you know, arguments or whatever. Yeah, we but like the moment we said, I do, and we went away from our family, it was like something shifted. There was no peace in the home. There was like, it was always something and it was the smallest little thing. And I was like, what is this? And so if there was a shifting spiritually, like there was a, a fight with the, the, the demonic forces and the force of, of God, just trying to make sure that there was division. And so every little seed, every little, I mean, it was, y'all, we was arguing over toothpaste. Like how I squoze the toothpaste. <laughs> like it was the simplest, it was the simple, like the smallest little thing, how he flushed the toilet, how he, I mean, it was the, the smallest little things. And I was like, what in the world is What's this? Going on? And it wasn't until we came into the same household. It wasn't until we got together because he was saved, but I didn't understand Hold spiritual on. warfare. Time out, time out, time out. Let me put this so he was down. A, he was a bible toned bamboo. I was a bible toned bamboo. <laughs> I knew Jesus, but I knew what I was doing. Praise him. <laughs> so we didn't understand the spiritual warfare that was taking place, that the enemy was really trying Pause. to separate. Pause it right there. And so and for, for, the, for the men, the moment you say, I do, that weight falls on you. I thought, you know, men were crying because the girl was so pretty. Oh, no. I was crying when I felt the weight. I was like, oh, Jesus. Uh -huh. Woo. 
what did I just, what did I just get myself into? Because don't nobody tell you about that. Right. right. <laughs> and so it was the, the spiritual struggle and the shift because I didn't know to pray. I didn't know to stand in the camp. I didn't know the warfare. Like I didn't understand the enemy's assignment on marriages. Mm -hmm. I had no clue. <laughs> and so we were just going and going and going. And I was like, why? I mean, when I tell y'all no peace, no peace. Like we were arguing about everything. We were, it was just, it was, so, there was such a, um, yeah. It, and, and for me, it wasn't a spiritual weight. It was the warfare. Right. And the, and seeds, so, and and the, the seeds that have been planted coming up front. Yeah. So it was just like once we would get over one hurdle and something else come up. And like I said, the sexual trauma, like I, it never dawned on me, never thought about it, never nothing when we were dating, when we were. But the moment we got married, it was like, uh, wait a minute. Stop. Hold we on. can't do nothing. He was like, what do you mean? Hold on. Like, what's going on? See that? Ooh, watch that, girl. See, that's and not that's where God, and, so, and, and so, so if you don't know, like the sex, God designed the sex in unity for the married people. So as you glorify God in the midst of your oneness, when you come together sexually. Right. And so the fact that the enemy had brought that in and was just like, no, nah, we can't, you can't touch me. You can't do it. And we married. Now when right. we was married, it wasn't an issue. Right. Mm -hmm. So it was just every little thing, the way that I was talking to him, it would bring up the triggers of him not having respect. And, and that's another thing The in it's a trick of the enemy and God has given us a mandate because we've been through what we've been through and we didn't realize how dominant it is in the body of Christ. God has given us a mandate for the marriages because we really need to understand like what this is and how it affects our life and, and the, the role of the enemy. Because mm -hmm. the enemy is sitting and he's lurking. So and now he's in so many marriages, he ain't even got to do nothing. Right. He's sitting back, legs crossed, smoking a cigarette, like, oh, this look good. <laughs> he's, he's smoking a cigar with some bourbon. Right, like, because he because we opened up the door and we're not I'm even not positioning ourselves to even have the spiritual warfare to break down because it's all about the principalities. Right, That's we're right. not fighting each other. We fight each other instead of the spiritual principalities and the That's darkness, right. the rulers of the darkness. So, it, just give you real quick. So, we had on our challenge, we got we received two testimonies after that first day. The husband was getting ready to leave this is what they said hmm. he heard what we was talking about turned around came back no when i say leave as in to leave the marriage the whole night turned back around and sat down and listened to the whole challenge the entire week yeah. another one was going to the divorce lawyer yeah canceled the meeting their second meeting and came back and her and her husband actually sat down and finished watching the and to what we know is that they are still working through. Why? Because a lot of people do not know. Right. And when the you... body of Christ is just not talking about it. And I don't, I don't know why, but it's just, it's, un, it's, it's a, unheard of. It's un, like, we but, don't, it's taboo. But this, yeah. and the thing is, is that you got to understand, God established marriage before, before he established he the, the church. church. Yeah. And so when people, when I tell people, yeah, we close Sunday for um for family day. This family Sunday, we're we not closed every Sunday, but this Sunday. <laughs> no, we, we but, but yes. we do it because I don't listen, you're not effective if your home is not together. That's, true. That's right. That's for anybody. Yeah. yeah. I don't listen. How effective can even being single, how effective can you be if your home ain't together? That's and it's right. Just you and it could be just you in the house. 
You right. and a little dog, you and a cat, whatever you like. But if it's not, how effective can you be if every time you turn around, you looking broke, busted, and disgusted, but you saying, I love Jesus. Yeah. But then how can you say, God, I want this, and you broke, busted, and disgusted, meaning what? You ain't got that inner peace. Right. So right. are you actually in the position to receive this diamond that God is bringing you, this Boaz that God is bringing you, this root that he is bringing you? And then, and then we also have to just make sure that when we are, um, I lost my train of thought. Mm -hmm. What was I going to say? You heard, you heard the sirens. I did. <laughs> I, I lost my train of thought. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, man. So, but, you know, any questions? Why she, why she tried to find out where her train went? I, um, I think we, are we running out of time, right? Yeah, because I was, yeah. But uh, but I still want to go ahead. If anyone have any questions, this is the time to ask them or any concern, anything like that. Uh, everybody's Felicia, okay. I'm, you have a question. You want to type it? I no, know we, right, okay. right. Yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, oh, wow. one of, one of the things that I was I sent a message to make, and we want to make sure that we, we leave out. We're gonna say a little prayer for you, Felicia. Okay, and uh, cover you in the prayer. We're gonna ask that. We ain't, we ain't praying for no toothache. I'm just playing. <laughs> right. your own your own <laughs> we want to thank we want to thank Eric and Tamika, Pastors Eric and Pastor Tamika uh, for this again. Um and also I had asked Maggie to, to say a prayer for you guys, okay, in the ministry and everything. And um also before we do that, I want to make sure that you give out give out your information because I know you got some things that's coming up, okay. And I want uh, with some dates and stuff. So you got some dates or some announcements to give. Yeah. yeah. Thank so you. Um, what you got? I was trying to remember that other thought because I thought it was good, well, but that, I guess it wasn't that good. That, I guess God was like, no, nah, you don't need to do that one. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I know we have, um, we're doing our um, boot camp. Uh, we're having our first couples boot camp in August. So it starts August 1st. So if um, any married couples that are looking um, on the, the podcast or on the view of the Zoom, we have that coming August 1st. And then we also have our um, marriage retreat that's October 14th and 15th. And that's for engaged and married couples. And um, that's it for now. Yeah, that's, right? that's yeah. I think that's it for now. We got, what a couple of places we got to stop at, but yeah. That's what about now. what about the kitchen thing? You, the Zoom you guys are oh, on Facebook. Kitchen conversations. <laughs> that's, yes. that's every Thursday. That's every Thursday. It doesn't matter if you're married, single, engaged. It don't matter what your relationship status is. It's every Thursday, seven o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. Um, and we are on TikTok Live and we're on Facebook Live in our group, and we <laughs> are um in our page, and we are just and having. Too a conversation in the kitchen while Erica's cooking. So we're actually preparing our dinner. So the, and the last time she tried to help me, uh, let's just say she almost burnt the kitchen. I did not almost so, burn the kitchen. Yeah, I listen, I said, you good. Stay where you at. No, 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 no. But I, you had the burgers up too high. You can blame whatever you want to blame. It don't bother me. It was not hey, me. But um, Meg, I got it. I have to tell you what I've, what I've been hearing in my spirit real quick. See the, the the thing is, sister, you are anointed, but you don't know, you don't know. Ooh, you are so anointed, but you don't know the power of the anointing. I don't know if because basically, so what I'm saying is that I, I see you deal with fear because it's been mishandled. Because 
from I don't know who, whatever example. Leaders, yeah. I don't know what example you have, but God is saying it's not like that. So you gotta make sure that you move and and what and where he tells you. It the, <laughs> because of your personality, God can use, but do not allow the enemy to shrink it. <laughs> yeah, so what God has given you or have shown you, if you haven't written it down, write it down. Because though it tarry, wait for it. Because when it show, it ain't gonna lie. You're gonna be like, gato, mighty no. Things that you have given up on that you know what, God, I'm just gonna let that go. Watch what God do. And I'm going to say it like that. I don't want to carry it a different kind of way. But your focus has to stay on what God has given you. Yeah, I don't mind it, no. See, you can't be, you can't be linked up with just anybody. God, did I go, I ain't never heard that one before. Woo! God, did I do? Listen, forgive it, let it go, keep moving. It's it's not, it's so funny because I'm just hearing the Lord say, it's not your loss. <laughs> God told me I didn't know. Listen, I'm about to shout my troubles over just by hearing what the Lord's talking about you. But move. Move. And the thing that I love about it is not going to be in how your intellect is yeah but it's only going to be in the power of his word Whew, i'm gonna let that alone i'm gonna go thank you jesus let us pray mm. <laughs> I, I got what's i think my main name is robert yeah robert i, I don't i don't well you are no i don't know who you are but this is the thing you have to be aware of your surroundings Because you have a mouth that is full of wisdom. He that wins souls are wise. And just as you were talking about the young men, the Lord says, discern where they at and speak to that. Because everything that we say, because we may say, oh, this may sound good. No, uh, speak what the Lord has given you to speak and, that, and that's it. Let it be. Don't add your two cents because your two cents is going to kill it. You shy, boy. Come on here, Jesus. <laughs> wow. All the pain. So I take y'all together. So y'all pray a lot, huh? That's good. Praise the Lord. So all the pain, let it go. Because there is a, there is something that is deep in there. And God said, listen, I need you to let this go. So I'm going to tell you, brother, you let it go. Watch what God do through you and in you. you. Literally write this down by this time next year. Amen. Don't blame me. Y'all want to start it. You said when well, there's two or three got together. That's hand. right. That's right. Y'all yeah. started. That's right. But yeah. 
Yeah, Eric. Um, we definitely want you to continue. For those that don't know, that's why I like these these two people right here. They not only have the the, the anointing of pastoring and the gift of songs, but they also have the gift of of, of, of prophecy or being a prophet. Okay, um, I didn't tell him anything about anybody. Just <laughs> I said absolutely nothing. Okay, and stuff like that. So. Uh, so we just go from there. But um, like I said, we want, um, if anyone don't have anything else to say, I want to make sure. All right, we want, we want Maggie to go ahead and, and let's, let's, you got anything else? But we want Maggie to go ahead and pray for them and their ministry and stuff like that, okay? Go ahead. We got one more. Eric said to um, Felicia, the young lady, mm -hmm. I don't want to say it for you. Can you give it to me? The Lord is saying, let it go. Whatever it is that you hold it on to is holding you back. He said, let it go. Can I ask one quick question? Oh, this is live. I don't want to ask live. Yeah, let it go. Hi. We can stop the live for the audience sake. We can stop it. We can stop it. Okay, I'll put yeah, Facebook. Stop the live. <laughs> yeah. Maggie. Okay, Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you, Lord God, for this time of coming together in fellowship and breaking of the bread, oh God, of your word, Lord God. We thank you for your word that was rich, that encouraged each and every one of us on tonight. But Father God, we lift up to you, your servants, Lord, our Reverend Tamika and our Reverend Eric, God. God, we ask, oh God, that you continue, Father God, in the name of Jesus, to take them into higher heights and deeper depths in you. Lord, Jesus. show them unimaginable things, Lord God, that they have yet to do, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Lord God, reveal yourself even the more to them in a greater capacity. Lord, increase their capacity for you, Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus. Lord, their ministry, as they go out and minister, to men and women, Lord, to compel them, Lord God, and Lord, to bring back unity in the marriages, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask, oh God, Lord, that whatever they set out to do, Father God, that you bless their finances, that you bless every endeavor, oh God, that you bless I, yeah. their feet to tread upon, oh God. Lord, give them the property, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Give them the property and they can have it oh, now. Retreat location father god in the name of jesus yes, oh Lord. god in the name of jesus release it unto them oh god lord the location oh god oh father we thank you right now lord god that the will go through smoothly oh god we come against any counter attack right now and we the blood of jesus over right now in the name of jesus father god have your way holy spirit we yes, the, testimony, the testimony oh god that should come forth father god that you have done this great work oh god in the name of jesus continue to bless them bless them from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet bless the children Yes, Lord. 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 Yes,
you're doing and how you're doing it, Father. We yeah. give your name the praise, the glory, and the honor. And we say thank you, Father, in thank Jesus' you. mighty name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God, you said in your word where there's two or three gathered together, you are in the midst. Yes. God, I love it where you said where there's two or three gathered, touching and agreeing. God, you're in the midst. And so, Father, we thank you for this time, this moment that has been set aside, oh God, to enlighten, encourage. In the name of Jesus, Father, we ask now, oh God, that your will be done. God, that your word do not fall to the ground. But God, we move in obedience. Yes, In the name of Jesus, God, let your anointing flow now. Yes, Lord. God, destroy every yoke of bondage now in the name of Jesus. God, you yeah. said in your word that it's the anointing that destroys the yoke. God, every yoke be destroyed, Father. God, every chain that is binding, God, be destroyed now in the name of Jesus. God, have your way. In the name of Jesus. God, every negative seed that has been planted, God, we cast it out now in the name of Jesus. God, where they continue to move in peace, where they continue to move in joy. God, where they continue to move in God in the direction that you have set them and sent them in, in the name of Jesus. So God, we come against our own hindrances. God, we come against our own insecurities. God, we yeah, come yeah. against it in the name of Jesus. Because God, you have already declared us to be free. You said in your word, that whom the Son set free. And God, you have set us all free on today. God is free indeed. So God, we thank you for making us free on today. Yes, God. Yes. So God, we ask that you just have your way. God, you continue to move now, Father. Continue to strengthen Reverend Ray now, oh God, in the name of yes. Jesus. God, for you already said, God, that you're not through with him yet. God, have your way. God, we thank you now, Father. We give you praise. We give you glory and honor. God, even as you said unto Peter, God, I said unto Felicia now, upon this rock, God, you said that you'll build your church. And the gates of hell should not come against it. So, God, I tell you, thank you now for victory. In the name of Jesus. God, for every tongue that rise to condemn, Father, you've already did it. We already have the victory. God, even when the enemy try to come in like a flood, God, you've already lifted up a standard against it. And so, Father, we thank you for victory now. In the name of Jesus. God, everyone that is on this Zoom. <laughs> God, for you finna do a quick work. And so, Father, we praise you right now, God, in the name of Jesus. God, I declare there be no lack in their household, God. In the name of Jesus, God, everything be filled to capacity. In the name of Jesus. Yes, God, we thank Hallelujah. you for bringing overflow now. In the name of Jesus. 
God, I pray that they continue to stand strong on your word and your word alone, oh God, in the name of Jesus. God, I pray now, Father, they continue to rid of those things, oh God, that you have brought to their, to their eyes. God, that they remove now in the name of Jesus. God, where there's nothing lingering. God, I pray, oh God, even for my sister Maggie. Oh God. A fire that can't nobody put out unless you decide to stop. <laughs> oh, God, strengthen her now. Encourage now. In the name of Jesus. Oh, God, have your way. Yes, God. God, strengthen Renee now, Father. God, for you know the sacrifice that was made, Father, because God, you know she's tired. So, God, strengthen her body now. In the name of Jesus. God, continue to show her the work that you have set before her, oh God, in the name of Jesus. So God, we rebuke the busy now, in the name of Jesus. God, we rebuke every distraction now, in the name of Jesus. God, have your way. God, continue to strengthen my brother, oh God. Continue to strengthen Robert's father. God, where he will move in obedience, in the name of Jesus. God, have your way. Have your way. Yes, God. God, continue to reveal yourself to hope even the more. Yes, God. God, the more she continue to dwell in the secret place, God, continue to reveal oh, to her, oh God. Yes, God. Unlocking the mysteries and the allegories, oh God, of the gospel, oh God, in yes, the God. name of Jesus. God, for you said that you poured out your spirit upon all flesh. God, continue to let them know what you have poured upon them in the name of Jesus Father because we know that we're helpers of one another God for we're just members of the body oh God that is kingdom minded <laughs> so God continue to have your way Father we bless you now God we give you glory Father we say this prayer in your darling son Jesus name amen amen amen, amen. 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 Ooh, Amen. Amen. Thanks again, um, Erica. Pastors Erica Tamika. Thank you guys for joining us. You know, I love you with all my heart, man. You guys are God sent. Yeah, y'all be thank peace, you. man. Everybody, thank you. Everybody, thank, thank you. you. God bless. Amen. <laughs> God bless you. All right. <laughs> now I gotta figure out how to end the recording. Oh, right there. <laughs> Have a good weekend, everyone. You too. Thank you. Thanks for Thank you. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.